This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, March 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. House debates water shortage, another water lawsuit, and China deserves flexibility. Citing drought fears, House committee passes water bills. During a House Natural Resources Committee hearing yesterday, arguments flared among California members of Congress over funding for water projects. Democrats advanced bills on desalination and water recycling projects, while Republican Representative Tom McClintock of Elk Grove pushed hard to spend funding on surface water storage. Much of the conversation focused on per-acre costs for projects. McClintock wanted to raise Shasta Dam to add more storage, which he saw as the cheaper option. Representative Mike Levin of San Diego shot back that the Shasta project would, quote, never happen because the state isn't fighting against it. Representative Jared Huffman of the North Coast region argued that costs for desalination have gone down to make it more affordable than some storage projects. The committee ultimately passed six water bills. Among them was a bill by Representative Josh Harder of Turlock that offers a hodgepodge of conservation projects, as McClintock described it. The bill would add $100 million for four storage projects, but it also spreads up to $800 million across programs for groundwater storage, recycling, and reuse. Fresno representatives T.J. Cox and Jim Costa were both concerned about additional language approved by Harder to deliver a net excess of water to the environment above and beyond what state and federal laws require. Yet they remained committed to the measure. On that note, Cox will host a roundtable discussion in Kingsburg on Friday with local farmers and Ag Committee Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota. Fishing and conservation groups sue Trump administration over biological opinions. The Golden State Salmon Association announced yesterday that it has filed a lawsuit in partnership with other advocacy groups to halt the new operations plan for the Central Valley Project. The claim alleges that federal agencies approved the plan knowing it would injure and kill more members of imperil fish populations than the previous operations plan. falls in line with an earlier lawsuit by Governor Newsom's administration. In an accompanying op-ed in CalMatters, two of the group's executives argue that farmers in the Westlands Water District have been acting irresponsibly by overdrafting aquifers, planting permanent crops, and farming toxic soils. The groups do not mention water delivered to Southern California cities. And on that note, Jeffrey Nightlighter will be stepping down. He is the longest-serving general manager for the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California. Nightlinger has been a prominent voice for Los Angeles water users and the ongoing negotiations over Delta pumping operations and water deliveries south. Nightlighter's exit follows an uncertain time for Metropolitan. Lawsuits have stalled voluntary settlement agreements while water users along the Colorado River are negotiating long-term cutbacks and San Diego has been battling the district for a decade over those allocations. In national news, China may deserve flexibility on ag purchases. 
Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, whose committee oversees trade policy, says China may deserve some flexibility when it comes to fulfilling promises under the Phase 1 trade deal because of the difficulties dealing with the coronavirus. Grassley told reporters yesterday, I think we can say that they're taking the proper steps to carry out Phase 1, but the subtraction from that would be their economy is in trouble. And the extent to which their economy is in trouble, I think they would have some flexibility. Those steps Grassley referenced include actions taken by China to lift trade barriers, such as the country's recent decision to lift its ban on U.S. beef from cattle over 30 months old at slaughter. Now take note, U.S. and China did not lift tariffs as a part of Phase 1, but Grassley says there are talks in the White House on potentially lifting tariffs to ease the coronavirus pressure. I think in order for it to do any good, it would have to be reciprocally said. China recently began taking applications from importers there for limited exemptions from tariffs on U.S. farm goods. Broadband funds neutral on technology. The FCC is moving ahead with a $20.4 billion program to expand broadband access to rural America. That despite congressional critics who say the agency should have first fixed its maps that are supposed to identify service gaps. FCC Chairman Ajit Payai argues the agency has adequate information to move forward and vowed to be technology neutral when distributing funds. Payai told AgriPulse it is important to make sure we're technologically neutral in order to enable the technology that best suits a particular part of the country to be able to deliver broadband. FDA chief, plant-based terms may mislead consumers. FDA Commissioner Stephen Hahn says he shares concerns that consumers are being misled by dairy terms that are used by plant-based alternatives. But he says there are potential First Amendment issues in restricting the use of terms, and that agency lawmakers are working through the issue. The use of dairy terms may lead consumers to believe that these products have the same key nutritional attributes as dairy products, even though these products can vary widely in their nutritional content, Han told the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee yesterday. He gave no timetable for a decision. Lawmakers want to measure conservation outcomes. A new bipartisan bill would authorize USDA to start measuring the environmental impact of Farm Bill conservation programs. Among other things, the Farmer Driven Conservation Outcomes Act would require USDA to use up to 1% of the funding available for new program enrollments to pay for the measurement and evaluation process. The findings would be made public only if the individual data is aggregated to protect personally identifiable information. Congress looks to contain outbreak fallout. The growing economic fears over the coronavirus outbreak, now officially a global pandemic, have lawmakers working to pass a stimulus package, including expanded nutrition assistance for low-income Americans. The House expected to vote today on a bill. Here's today's He Said It. The stone fruit industry needs certainty in our export markets. Reducing and eliminating trade barriers to expand market access is essential to the health and future of the industry. 
that Brian Keevy, a fruit grower in Kingsburg, testifying at a hearing Tuesday for the House Subcommittee on Livestock and Foreign Agriculture. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, March 12th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.